Hello everyone and welcome back to Pucks and Nucks. It's been 68 days since we recorded and we're uh, we're just super amped to be back and excited and we're bringing you a third man in today. We're also very excited about, you know, we had a return uh, we had a return with someone exciting uh, than our own two bland voices. So uh, we're hoping to just go over some things uh, that obviously we haven't talked about in uh, 68 days and uh, and then get right into it with the guest. I am absolutely ecstatic to be back this is just fantastic it's it's been way too long and you know we, we got busy both of us got busy with school and and life gets crazy and and we wanted to be back and, and we're dropping on christmas eve here so merry christmas to everybody this is our our christmas present to you guys we're back and we're gonna be back over the holidays and hopefully into the early part of the new year and the beginning of the semester things aren't too crazy for us so we're gonna be back for a good amount of time and we're looking forward to it and we're going to have a lot of great episodes and hockey's coming back and we're going to talk a lot about a hockey but the first hockey that's coming back is the world juniors and i think we're we're both very excited for that uh, i know i always look forward to it uh i i don't think we need to say anyone or say anything about who our favorites are because saying anyone other than canada is your favorite to win the world juniors when you live in canada is just treasonous and you deserve to be kicked out of the country. But other than that, like I'll let Dan talk about the World Juniors too for a little bit, but I'm just super excited to be back. Like Dan said, we got a great guest today, and, and we're looking forward to this episode. Absolutely. Um, I know we're going to touch on it with the guest, um, but obviously Canada, a little easier of a group than uh, Group B. Canada will open up uh, against uh, Germany on Boxing Day, so a couple days. Action starts tomorrow, which is Christmas Day. Um, 8.30 at night, we got USA Russia, so we're just getting right into things here, and uh, I'm pretty amped for that. Obviously, those are your top three teams right there. Um, getting into action. As, uh, as as you said, for our favorites, obviously, we, we both take Canada, as any other Canadian citizen should. Um, and uh, sportsbettingdime.com agrees with us. They have them at plus 130, followed by uh, the States at plus 350, and Russia at plus 450. So, um, yeah, I mean, Canada's won three of the last six. We obviously won last year, which I believe was in Russia, so we're looking to go back-to-back, and now it's on home soil in a bubble in Edmonton, Alberta, Rogers Place, just like the playoffs. So uh, I'm excited. And once again, I know we'll talk about with the guests. It's a festive time of year. It's it's something you look forward to all year. You know, New Year's, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm 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 super amped that hockey's back, and and the NHL and the NHLPA came to an agreement, and they're going to start mid January. That's awesome. So let's let's just dive into it um, all. Is it Edmonton or or Red Deer? I thought it was Red Deer for the for the Jew World Series. They're playing they're playing in Rogers Place. Oh, are I know they? the game is yeah, okay. it's Rogers Place. I, I, originally, I thought it was planned for. Anyways. That's not important. Uh, all that matters is that we're gonna win, and and it's just gonna be another another great year. And and like you said, it's something everyone looks forward to. Especially, you know, I actually really like the TSN, like James Duffy and you know and, and Noodles and those guys. But you don't see it much anymore because 
Sportsnet's got the rights to. I like the Sportsnet guys, but you know, Sportsnet's got the rights to the NHL, so you don't really tune into TSN for hockey much. And, and it's good. It's good to see them. You get to see them once a year, at least, right? So I, it's good to see them. But yeah, let's let's talk NHL. Uh, NHL's coming back. They got all the divisions lined up, and and we got an all Canadian division, which is going to be fantastic. And we'll talk more with about it with our guest. Get his thoughts on it. Um, but like for me, like it's it's just excitement. Like rivalries are going to be re- reignited. Some new rivalries are going to be ignited. Uh, it's like we're playing what Calgary nine times, ten times this year. You play every team in your division nine to ten times. Um, and then the teams in the states all play each other eight times. So it's just there's just room for such exciting hockey and rivalries. Yeah, it it's it's gonna be great. Like it's I I'm so looking forward to it, and and I think it's gonna be great hockey um, because it it people I I feel like hockey in Canada like means so much more when Canadian teams play each other, right? And 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 it's it's just great it's a great time it's it's a great time to be a hockey fan let's just put it that way with the world juniors and the nhl and it's just life is good right now and it's christmas and absolutely and let me let me just touch into what the nhl and the nhlpa came up with here so we got a 56 game schedule which um i believe when we were talking i think i said 50 so i'm not far off here um the league starts january 13th and it'll run until may 8th with playoffs ending in mid-july and I believe the goal of this is so that they can resume back to a normal NHL schedule and restart the season, the 2021-22 season in October of, of next year. Uh, and, that, and that makes sense. That makes sense. They got to get back on track with this thing. Um, training camps for not those teams who didn't make the playoffs um, to start on New Year's and for those who did four days later on January 3rd. Um, and basically how the playoffs will work is is each team, obviously, you play only against your division. Uh, the when, when it's all said and done, the four seed will play the one seed, two will play three. Obviously, winner of those play each other. And then uh, the, the top four teams in each division will go on to play semifinals against each other. And then, obviously, the Stanley Cup final after that. Uh, and what's great about this is y- you give yourself a chance to see a rivalry. Like, I've hated Calgary. I know you feel this way about the Leafs. How you feel about the Leafs, I feel about Calgary. I don't like Calgary so, either. I just can't stand the Leafs. Yeah, so that's how I feel about Calgary. And it's, I don't know when that started. Maybe it was the whole bench brawl or putting the fourth liners out there. When it, whatever, whenever it started, it's, it's only amplified this year. And it's amplified for two reasons. One, the Canadian media will amplify anything. And now that it's an all-Canadian division, it's just going to be times. It's going to be on 10 million. And then now, obviously, we got a rivalry with Calgary. Um, them taking Markstrom, Tanev, Levo, and even our third string Louis Domingue, and we got to play them nine, ten times. Um, I, I want to see blood. I, I really do. I want to see blood in those games, and I know we're going to see blood with Calgary uh, and Edmonton. They're playing each other nine, ten times now. That's Calgary's going. They have a lot in their plate this year, man. They got a lot of teams that are gunning for their head. They're obviously a, a top two, three team in the division. Um, so I mean. They're going to have a lot to handle this year, and we'll see if uh, the Canucks and Edmonton can give it to them. Speaking of top two, three, I mean, should we should we run through our, our favorites? Like, uh, who's going to take, you know, uh, like like how the, the our division, just really our division, because that's the only one that really matters. Yeah, let's, is gonna do work it. Out. let's do it. Um, so for me, as much as I hate to admit it, I think it's quite obvious Toronto will be number one. Um, I believe so as well. They'll get bounced and they'll get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, but they'll still be number one in the division, which is great because they'll 
they'll get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, number two, uh, I want to say Calgary. I think I think they just they got that grit, and and I think they'll do well if they can manage to stay healthy. And for me, number three, four, and five, like I think it's gonna be tight between uh, Vancouver and Edmonton for sure. And I think I think Montreal is a real dark horse this year. Uh, they they can really make a name for themselves here. And and I I honestly don't have anything against the Habs. I've said it a couple times. So it'd be nice to see them do well. I don't mind the Habs. And 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 I think that they got a real good chance this year to to prove something and say like, hey, you know, we're not just we're not we're not just nothing like we're 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 the real deal like we're here to compete and and you saw it last year with the penguins and 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 they gave them a run for their money and it was it was tough to see but also great to see from my point of view but they're they're a real dark horse this year and i think i think some people are kind of counting them out and but i i think you should watch watch the habs i think they're gonna do well I think so as well. I mean, Nick Suzuki's showing a lot of promise, um, and and like you said, they snuck in as the 12 seed, which a lot of people were saying this is not a playoff team, and yeah, like they gave it to Pittsburgh there. So, I mean, what we'll see from them is 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 whatever you want to call it. I think uh, I think they're definitely not bottom of the barrel. They're not they're not Ottawa. They're not Winnipeg, right? And it's funny it's funny when we talk about Winnipeg. This is a team that you know had a really good chance of making the Stanley Cup finals like what was it three four years ago and now what's their identity they got they got Patrick Laine who God knows I mean I would request a trade if I was living in Winnipeg but that's just me uh, and on top of the team's garbage I mean they, they just don't have an identity like they had they had Ehlers they had all these guys Wheeler they had like they had a legit like top six and now like what what are they they just got guys that are that are you know holding down dollar on the books and 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 what are they accomplishing? Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, Winnipeg. I think if they they miss the playoffs, they'll just miss the playoffs. Like I, I don't think they'll be necessarily in the fight, but they'll be close to the fight. If you get what I'm saying, uh, they won't be as far back as I think Ottawa will be. Uh, that team is just hopeless. They need they need some rework there. But uh, yeah, like you said, like Winnipeg is just. They've really fallen off. Like you want to talk about a team falling off? Like there's two teams I can think of, and that's Winnipeg and and like Nashville. Nashville's another one. Even San Jose too. Like San Jose was in the Cup Finals, and they've just they're nowhere now. And and Nashville too, Cup Finals, nowhere now. And and Winnipeg lost to Vegas that year, and like I I don't know what to say. Like I I I don't know. Like they don't really get too much coverage here obviously more than some teams but maybe now with the Canadian division like you'll see more of what's going on with all the Canadian teams because realistically those are the only teams that matter like no, no one else really matters until playoff time which also would make playoffs interesting because nobody's seen but when you get to the what is it the the semifinals is that what when the divisions merge when you get to the semifinals that's when you see teams from other divisions so that's going to be like that's where it's going to be interesting. And we might even see, like, say Montreal makes it to the semifinals. You might see Montreal playing someone like, like, uh, like I don't know, say Arizona. Like, you know, you'll see someone play Arizona. It's not going to be like the whole East-West thing. You're going to see, t- at least, you know, you might see a team from the North traveling down to the to the West, right? Like, like from the Northeast, because they're not 
the way they're formatted in the playoffs, right? It's 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 the North is one division. Like it doesn't matter where you are in the North, you're playing. I think the West. So it's going to be interesting to see come playoff time as well, and I'm looking forward to it. But obviously, we're not even at the start of the season yet, and so we get there when we get there, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I can't wait for a schedule. Honestly, I'm going to start checking off dates when we go in Calgary's, uh, when we go to Calgary, when Calgary's in town, when we play the Leafs, you know, and Edmonton and Calgary. I'll tune in for those ones, of course. And I, honestly, I'm amped. And obviously, we're going to cover all this with our guests. So why don't we just hop into that right yeah, now and ab- you can give him a nice introduction? Absolutely. So without further ado, we'll move into our third man in. And so now we're going to move on to the next part of our show, which is our third man in. And today's third man in is someone I've known for a very, very long time. And he is the greatest skate sharpener in all of North Burnaby. Uh, go check him out at Scoffs if you haven't. Uh, Mr. Josh Clegg. Josh, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Ponis. Thanks for the tire pump there, by the way. Oh, no. No, no problem. I mean... <laughs> Like I said, best skate sharpener in all of North Burnaby, but... Uh, Just because you don't pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, obviously, the NHL's coming back in, in the new year, uh, and the divisions were released. Uh, North Division, all-Canadian division. Obviously, you're an Oilers guy, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, for the quality of hockey we're going to be getting, is just going to be outstanding. Like... Canadian teams, I just feel there's more passion when they play, just because they're repre- I feel like they represent something more. A lot of the guys are playing closer to their home home provinces or whatnot. But I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see some absolute. Like I, I think at the beginning of the season, it's gonna be pretty slow. I mean, a lot of guys might not be getting into it, but when you got teams playing each other eight, ten times, you're gonna see some rivalries come out of some of these games, and they're just going to be absolute brutal. Like, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm thrilled for it. Like, didn't see my Oilers play the Flames eight times in one season? That's, that's all I could ever ask for. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, we had the carryover from what, last season, I guess it was. It seems like so long ago, but the carryover from the Ed- whole Edmonton Calgary last season you know that was kind of reignited last year so you know things like that are going to develop and you'll you'll see more you know Montreal to- Toronto I know Ottawa might not put up much of a fight but Ottawa Toronto you know like those those rivalries and and it'll be great to see for sure um and and I know I I'm excited for it I think everyone's just waiting for hockey to come back and and obviously there is hockey coming back in the World Juniors starting on Christmas. Uh, you must be excited for that. Well, I I don't know if you know this, but I am the biggest World Juniors fan. Like, I I get so... I turn into a full-blown nationalist when the World Juniors start. Like, I, I will cuss out every country on the planet if they're playing Team Canada. Like, it, it's wild. Like, uh, when they're in Europe, there's a couple 3 a.m. nights where the beers never really stop flowing and we're watching the games through. Oh, like the World Juniors is is one of the best times of the year. I, I love World Junior hockey. I love the passion that the kids play with. I mean, now it's kind of weird because there's kids playing that we were that are younger than us, which is completely ridiculous feel like I'm an old man now but I mean I the passion that they play with 
and just the intensity of the games and how it really just means so much to these guys is insane. And you can really, you really translate on the ice, just how fast and alert everyone's moving. It, it, it's a different type of hockey, but it's a lot more fun. I personally think to see to see on to see on the screen. I couldn't agree more. Like it's a it's a festive time of year. It's like okay, we get you know we get off school, you get Christmas, you get Boxing Day, and boom, you're right into the games. Like it's there's something about that that every year you know you just look forward to it. Then you got New Year's, and then uh, you know if you got a winter birthday like myself, like it's 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 just heaven. It's honestly just heaven. So I mean, and I mean it, this year more than any, right? I think we I think we really need it. Oh, for sure. Like it, it's going to showcase the talent so much better now that like. Normally, you're, you're competing with other markets, right? Like not a ton, because there is a Christmas break in hockey, but, like, you know, usually there's other storylines running, like, oh, is this guy coming back? What? So on and so forth. Or is the team's going to release him? Teams are going to release their young guys this year, or for the most part, they will. They're going to let them get up to speed, come into games with better... They're going to be more in shape, more up with the pace of play than some of the veteran guys coming back in. So, I mean, we're really going to see, like, it's going to be the only thing on TV aside from football, and that's in the evenings. You get hockey in the morning, It's gonna they're going to be flying out there, and it, it's going to be the centerfold of pretty well sports on TV. Yeah, it, it's incredible. Uh, absolutely, and you mentioned the, the trickle-down effect this may have to the NHL, I'm assuming, is that's what you're talking about with the young guys coming back ready to play. Um, but we, we obviously, uh, we, you've already, already been on the show, I think once or twice, maybe you called in, uh, we, I know, I know you got a lot of stories and I know you said you had a, a interesting experience yesterday. So, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna let you take the floor here and, and why don't you start us off with what happened yesterday? And I know there's stories from from when we when we would play like I remember uh before you get into it we were in Seattle and my parents went shopping with my brother and I couldn't get into the hotel room because all my and my, all my gear was in there and we needed to go so your dad pretended to be my uncle to get a room key into my room and and now apparently me and Josh are kind of cousins I don't know how that works but uh because you, you know like you're just gonna go to a hockey tournament with your uncle <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got lots of stories like that, lots of good times, uh, me and Josh. But Josh, like I said, you got you had an experience yesterday. You said you wanted to share on the show, so why don't you start with that, and we'll kind of go from there with your your stories. I mean, this is a this is a bit of a, an interesting one to start with. I don't know if you make any money off this, but no one's gonna give you an advertisement after this one. But I was uh, at work and. I just went up to the, the little grocery store around the corner and I was fucking looking at these the, these vitamin waters and I was looking at them and there's just one and I, I didn't know what it was. It was like fucking called like melon hibiscus or some shit like that. And I was like, I don't know what don't know what that is. So I, I grabbed it and figured I'm bored out of my mind right now. We're dead today, so... Grab it, see what it is, and I tasted it, and <laughs> it tasted identical to how an asshole tastes. 
<laughs> and, and how do you know how do you know what that tastes like that's my question i mean Paul, if i don't gotta talk you through this i'm sure there's somebody who's gonna give you the birds and bees at one point but fuck me like i had it and it was it was ridiculous like i i started laughing hysterically in my yeah it was the funniest thing that's happened to me all week it was just out of nowhere and it put two and two together and I, I hate to say I didn't finish the drink after that point. It, it, it got put away, but I mean, it was, I don't know, maybe I've just had good asshole in the past, but it was, it was a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. You know, Josh, we've had you on the show before uh, you called in and uh, just because just you got my mind on drinks now. Uh, you came in and you were talking about some bush beers and, and, you know, what that looks like. And that was back in, I believe, August or something. So, you know, what does what someone like yourself look uh, look to drinking in the wintertime? Does, does your variety shift? Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, we're still, we're still doing two to three beers a day. Just keep the body regular. That is, I mean, fuck, the guy at the local liquor store, he, he, he asks me questions when I don't get the standard case of beer now. Like, it's almost to a point where we might have a problem but you know winter time you really like to expand it i mean whiskeys and bourbons are going right now i'm up to like four bottles i'm working on uh huge like rum and eggnog guy or bourbon and eggnog i can crush those uh because you gotta get festive at some point i mean I knew I was coming on the show today, so we got we got coffees and Baileys going right now. <laughs> right on for the for the boys. Right <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean you're gonna keep you're gonna you're gonna stick to your guns. You don't want to get too offensive. Like when there starts to be like four fucking names in the drink I'm having, I'm out on it. You know, keep it simple. Uh, but I mean, you gotta you gotta spice things up on the occasion. Proponent, what do you what do you know you though? You because you're not a, you're not a big drinker. Uh, what, what, what do you mean? What about me? Like, is, is there one thing you, like, is there, if you're going to have a couple, like, what's the go-to? Does, does that, does the winner do anything for you? He was having a pink wit the other night. I had a pink Whitney with, I, I had, I finished my exam Saturday night and I, I opened a bottle of pink Whitney, put some seven up in there and, and we, we were golden. That's it. Oh, really? Oh, so you, you got, you got to break her down. Ah. You're, you're not, you're not doing the straight stuff? Ah, uh, you know what? It was it was a little late. It wasn't feeling like getting into the straight stuff, but you know, it was it was a nice nice little nice little taste. The straight Pink, stuff for Sunday is. morning. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what? What's this guy? What are you talking about? So the straight stuffs for Sunday did. morning. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Or or the golf course, eh? Through church. Something's yeah, exactly. gotta get you through church. <laughs> or or the golf course, eh? We'll break out. We'll break out those little. We're gonna try and find those little bottles of Pink Whitney and break them out on the golf course next. Nips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pony's the guy hey, who sits in the back pews with. Uh, he leaves after the communion. <laughs> <laughs> Pony just wants a quick snack, gets a wafer, and goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of golf, uh. We're gonna we're we're gonna expand the uh, the golf tournament next summer. This upcoming summer, you're you're obviously in, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, we'll we'll have you. Uh, I played with Josh. Me and Josh played Westwood Plateau in October. It was a beautiful night. Hey, it was a fantastic night. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, uh, that was one of those. 
still it's still sunny out and you could still not freeze freeze yourself when you're playing. But no, it was a, it was a good round. We got what? We got fourteen in in Twilight, so it wasn't bad. Yeah, we started we started at three o'clock. Sun went down at six thirty. We ended up playing like fourteen holes. It was fantastic. Yeah. So um, who's the better who's the better golfer between you two? God, it's the battle of the uh, worst uh, here. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 picking from the bottom of the barrel here. But I want to say I want to say Dan is much more consistent than I am. I'll give him that. But I think when I hit my shots, like I really hit my shots. But that but I don't hit my shots often, as you saw when we played Josh. I rarely hit my shots. You know what though? But everybody has a hole or two where they just just have a crumble. Well, I was I was that day I was making pars. I was I felt like some of the holes I was putting on a master class and then I'd go shoot like a like an eight or a ten. You hit back to back pars and then I think you put up a at least a ten on a par five. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was terrible. Impressive. It was impressive, I won't lie. I mean um, like that. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, we're a hockey podcast. Uh, how about on the ice or 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 around around hockey? Like, I mean, you work at you work at Scoffs. Uh, you must have some. You must have some stories working. I know you have some stories working at Scoffs, or even like on the ice or around the ice at hockey. Like, like you're a you're you're quite the charismatic figure. You would say, I guess. Well, I mean, do you want you want to go over you want to go over midget? I mean, midget, midget, and Juvie last year. I mean, Juvie's was just a shit show. I I saw it too. Uh, we we had a bench brawl. We had a couple bench brawls. Well, we had a couple brawls too. But I mean, Let, let's start. We'll start with midget. We'll start with midget when we played together those few years, and then we'll go to Juvie. Me and Ponis. What we play? Did we play every year of midget together? All three, yeah. Because it was we played with Tom. We played with Tom, and then. Your dad coached, right? Your dad and my dad, and then and then we played with Matt. Yeah, yeah. So Matt was really the year where I kind of just let it all fly. Like I'm a shit disturber on the ice, and I always have been, right? Yeah. But you know, <laughs> when you're also you're also the worst defenseman on the ice too. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a shit disturber, and I'm also probably the worst at ninety percent of the things going on the ice. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, Matt was the year I probably let it fly the most, which wasn't great because I was the team captain. But, you know, that year we got the sportsmanship award bonus for the least amount of penalty minutes. Our team had, like, like sub, sub-100 penalty minutes the entire year. And there was the one game where I put up 36 penalty minutes myself. <laughs> <laughs> was, now was was that the one? Was that the one I wasn't at? Right, that was the one I wasn't at. Was that the? Were you in, not in, there when I got tossed? In the Richmond game, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because there was the one. There no, there was the one. It was in the rich. There was one in the Richmond tournament too. That was a big one. Yeah, but see, those don't count to the those those don't count to right, the league tournament. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So we were playing. It was a home game in Kensington Arena. Great rank, by the way. Great barn, yeah. I love, I love that barn. For if you're a home team, the your opponent's dressing rooms are so small. It's awesome. <laughs> but we were were there, and I don't know. I think there's literally like three seconds left in the game, and I think we had just. I think we had tied the game because I remember the other team was just pissed, right? 
So I took a face-off against this other guy, and when you when you take a face-off, you lift you, you know you lift the stick up and you try to get the puck back. I don't want to give them the puck, regardless of the three seconds. You don't want to risk anything. So I go and I take a face-off, and I hit the, I lift the guy's stick, and he he spears himself in the uh, he hit himself in his dick area, right? And this kid flops. Like, he goes down so hard, and there's no penalty, right, because the game's over. Then the ref, the referee, decides he's going to call me for spearing. So I, I start losing my shit. I'm like, how are you going to kick me out of this game when it's over after not calling a penalty? Then the other team's coach, who's some 60-year-old Richmond douchebag, right? And he's, he's hollering from the bench. He's screaming at me. He's calling. He's calling me every name in the book. And I remember the the one he the one he said that put me over the edge. He called me the cheap fucking bastard. And I lost my mind at this guy. So I go up to the bench. I'm human. I tell him that if he wants to talk to me like that, he better step on the ice so I can dummy him. And the other team, the other team's going at me. And I said, I'll pull every one of you right off this bench, and I will feed it to all of you. Like, I'm not having this right now. So then the ref tells me that because I went up to your team's bench, I've got a, I've got another major, and I'm just furious. So I lose it at the ref. I call him a senile old fuck. I know exactly what referee this is, too. It's it's that old guy, right? The guy that can barely skate. <laughs> yeah, so I got, I got an abusive and official penalty there. Uh, unsportsmanlike uh, a misconduct. I had I, I ended the game with 36 penalties. And I, so then I'm leaving, and your dad can just see I'm fuming. Like, he sees that I am just going to erupt. So he walks me to the lobby, and he's like, okay, like, here you are. And the other team's coach is in the lobby, and he's standing there. And my mother's in the lobby as well. And he looked at me, and I fucking just, I go, what do you want, you want to fucking fight now? You want to talk to me like that? And my mother, <laughs> my little mother pipes up. Your, your poor mind. mother. I, f- I feel bad for your mother. She's like, don't talk to my son like that. And I tell her, like, mom, stay out of this. And I tell the guy that if my mother wasn't here, he would get, I would beat him so bad that the only time he'd ever get fucked again was this. Right, like, uh, <laughs> this is in the lobby of a public arena. Like, I'm pretty sure there was kids coming for skating lessons after this. I am just human. Like, oh, but, I mean, that, yeah, was, I, that, that was the most outrageous one we've had. <laughs> yeah, we've we've had some good, good, good ones. Uh, I don't think I was at that one because I don't think I was playing that game, so I decided not to show up. Um, but there was that other one in Rich. Bonus right there, by the way. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I showed up as I showed up as a player for for a couple games. All right, I tore it up. I had the most. I had the nicest assist you'd ever see in midget house hockey. I fed Josh with a nice backhand pass. Oh, it was beautiful, and he put it top shelf. <laughs> Portis says he makes the nicest backhanded pass. What really happened was he had the puck and he started to fall, so he just flung the puck backwards, <laughs> falling, and it, it hit my stick and I ripped one in. Hey, an assist, an assist, all right? 
Um, Apple's go on the board just the same. Exactly. I was on the score sheet. All right, that's all that matters. I didn't. I wasn't able to net one, but uh, that's all right. Uh, You're trying though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm that kid that if I'm not playing, I, I don't show up. I, there there was I was talk, I mentioned that Richmond game, that one that I missed. I was gonna show up, or I was coming back from a basketball tournament in Victoria, and I and I and I could have made it, but my dad's like, well, we already got a a ba- uh, uh, what are they called? An AP goalie, and and like if you come, you're only playing half the game. And I told him, well, no, I'm not coming if I'm playing half the game. I'm co- if I'm pl- if I'm coming, I'm playing the whole game. And when I was like, okay, then don't bother showing up. So I was like, okay. And, have, and sure enough, it was the most eventful game of the year. And I don't know if you want to get into that one or not. Uh, I, I don't. We can we get into that one. There were some events that transpired that will probably, that the three of us, that, that the three of us know that we will not be sharing, I don't think, unless you. Names don't need to be revealed, but. That is true, yes. A coach, coach gets kicked out in four minutes into the first period. <laughs> Uh, great start to the game. Just gets tossed four minutes in. So our, our assistant coach steps up, and I think I don't think he got tossed right then. I think he I think he stayed in for about a period, and then he ripped our team at, at the intermission because we were just mouthing off. He's like, "You need to keep your cool. The refs are gonna call you for everything, so on and so forth." I mean, typical Richmond referees, though, eh? You're playing... Typical Richmond referees, yeah. And so he, he, he rips us, and he's like, so you need to keep your cool, don't talk to the refs, and no later than two minutes into the second period, he gets tossed, and just an absolute... Like, he goes on a tirade. He's screaming, he's calling people names, throws a garbage can onto the ice. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't an empty can. Like there, the bag and everything. There was coffee cups on the ice. We were picking up. Oh, we had to shovel snow on to clean up the spilled coffee. Oh, it was. I mean, I mean, I think, I think it happened. And I can't remember. Because you got tossed from that game too, right? No, I, I managed to stay in. I had to play as captain at that game. Real leader. There. I, 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 yeah. I know, but I think I think I think the second coach got tossed after. I think Muskegon only on our team. He was right. Yeah, he was on our team that year. Yeah, so. that was the game. That was the game. He got. I, I remember. I remember him telling me he got hit pretty hard, and he had to go to the hospital because we we thought we were we. He thought he was concussed. He got his brain scrambled. We're talking like like he's an actor and all that, right? But I mean, wow. Like yeah. Patrick the Starfish flat on the like center of the ice. Like I thought he was gonna have to just take the ice out and bury him right there. It was unbelievable. He got he got cranked and then I mean I that was probably the craziest five minutes. Like I wish somebody had that on footage because we we would we would be we would be TSN bleeper of the decade for that one there for sure. That's that's gotta be that's gotta be one of my biggest regrets is just not going to that game. Like I even if I just sat on the bench for the whole game, that would have been hilarious. Like Yeah, it would have been it would have been an absolute scene to have been there. Uh, I'm midget hockey, man, is midget hockey's tough. Like I, I got I got tossed coaching midget hockey in Richmond with a Richmond referee. Get tossed from Richmond basically and Well Well, okay. 
I might as well tell this story here because I don't think I've told it on the podcast. Um, so we're, we're coaching, and I promised the guys on the team, I said, okay, if you make the finals of the tournament, I'll show up coaching in a full suit. Like, I, I was decked out. I had, like, the, the pea coat on. I had the scarf. I had the – I had the – I had the – I, I don't I don't like I don't drink coffee, um, but I had the hot chocolate, so it looked like I had a coffee. Like I was I was all decked out, all right. And she, the styrofoam cup. Yeah, this is the, from Richmond, the styrofoam cup. I bought the hot chocolate in Richmond. Um, <laughs> and so and so we're sitting there, and, and and this guy, yeah, you know how the Richmond referees are. I'm sure Daniel, you've probably experienced it. Yeah, and, and so we're we're just getting dogged by these Richmond referees. Like it's not even funny. Like. Our guy, you both know Bubba. Bubba, I don't know if he's listening to the podcast, but uh, Bubba gets pulled down behind the net, and he's like our best player. And he gets like horse collared from behind, behind the net, falls onto the ice. And I'm like, like at this, at this point, like I'm like I've had enough. I'm like, are you, you're fucking kidding me. So the play goes on, and Bubba gets up, and I told him to come to the bench. He didn't want to come to the bench because he seemed he said he was fine, so he kept going. And he he got back to our zone and and kind of went to lift some guy's stick and gave him just a little nudge with the shoulder. Guy goes down like he's been shot. And referee calls a penalty on Bubba. So I referee comes to the penalty box and and is addressing the timekeeper, scorekeeper, whatever, whoever's there. And I just start clapping. I tell him, I said, I told him, I said, I said, listen here, buddy. If I get the choice for the MVP at the end of the game, I'm giving it to you because you're the real hero. And then and he's just like he's like he's like, what'd you say? I'm like, you heard me. I said, you're you're just you're just the greatest referee I've ever seen. And he's like, that's it. You're gone. So then. I get tossed out, and as I'm walking out, I basically go up to his face and I tell him he's a he's a fucking clown and and he's he's a disgrace he's a disgrace to the game. And you know how the Richmond benches work, Josh? Where if you're on the you're on the home if you're on the home side, you gotta walk by behind the other team's bench. So I'm so I got we were on the home side, so I got tossed, and as I'm walking, just feeding it to this guy verbally, um, uh. I'm walking by the other team's bench, and they're all just sitting there looking at me. And, of course, it's the one game I chose to wear a full suit, too. Like, I just look like an absolute douche. Oh, you, you look like the biggest tool in the arena. Absolutely. But you know what? It was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. Midget house coach, you take the games too seriously or anything. Well, it was it was incentive for the guys to, to make the finals. And, and you know, but it, it had to be done. And it was it was another disaster game, you know. The other coach got kicked out. The manager got kicked out, and and it was like, no, it was it was two it was two coaches and the manager. That's who it was. <laughs> I was one of the two coaches. Ratedly hard to do, like, yeah, two coaches in two coaches is 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 difficult. But to get three people tossed who aren't even yeah. playing, you gotta you gotta really commit to that. So I, I do wow. give you credit for that. Well, and and thankfully, and thankfully, the uh, the president of the uh, the association had had some run-ins with that same referee, so he was a little bit more uh, lenient on on disciplining or not disciplining me, but you know, like talking to me, like he's like, yeah, you know, I know, I understand. So we all know what happened. His opponent opponent sucked him off a little and got got a little easy break. Hey, that's what actually happened. That's part of the story. He's leaving out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Josh, this is, um, we'll move on to Juvie then. I mean, I know how Juvie is, and but I'm sure he, we weren't on the we weren't on the same team last year. It is, it is a great time, Daniel. You know, if if this if 
if no, if 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 uh, you know, Daniel, if this whole COVID things end by the time next season comes around, and me and Josh are on the same team, you got to come out and catch one of our games. You know, I'll get it on video just for the sake of hearing it's, all the stories. <laughs> well, you, you gotta, uh, I think you just gotta play. I mean, you gotta, right. you gotta, you gotta lace them up. Get them out for a juvie season. I'm gonna need to show up for more uh, Toonie Tuesdays at Kensington before I can start skating with you boys. Oh no, you'd you'd be you'd be surprised. There there are some kids that just started hard like like good kids but like yeah yeah good kids but like they've never they've like they've admitted like this is like their first or second year playing hockey and they're starting in juvie so like i wouldn't worry about it daniel no it's just yeah, for my own I, safety I, I, too. I, I can't i can't skate for squat i was uh i was a ball hockey kid my whole life so I, neither can josh but he he, he still plays yeah, i mean i can't skate <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like you put a Dork out there when I'm going. I mean, legs are moving like I, I like. I'm convinced when I skate. Like you know how you know like those giant birds get their legs to bend backwards. I think I can do that. I think if I just get going fast enough, the legs just start just start moving backwards by accident. I know. I might get. I, I might develop two left feet if I get out there. I think it was. I think that one game I played midget, uh, midget. I played out as a forward playing with you. We were talking about earlier. I think I had I had quite the adventurous game trying to get used to the player skates compared to the goalie skates. That was that was an interesting experience for me. But uh, let's uh, let. There's a big difference. Yeah, let's talk juvie. Go ahead. You got stories. I know. I know. I've heard them. I used to hear them on the bus up to SFU. So I, I know you got them. That's true. I mean, we could start with your. I mean, your team had. I think probably the story of the season with uh with the helmets and gloves oh yeah i mean i can tell that one but i mean i mean you're the guest of the episode like we want to hear from you i mean didn't you have a helmet and gloves in the dressing room oh yeah well i don't know if we're allowed are we allowed to talk about that is that legal talk about that but i mean some somebody got put out cold <laughs> no not out not not out cold but got 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 sh- i when I saw the video for the first time, it looked like he hit the deck. No, he didn't. No, he stayed up, but like he got hit pretty good. It was, it was. It, I mean, rocked. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a. I think I've seen this video. Wrong. Yeah, he got his bell rung. Yes, yeah, yeah, he got his bell rung. But uh, yeah, no, he was he was good, but he got his bell rung. Yeah, I thought you were talking about on the ice. We had we had one like hel- guys' helmets were off on the ice. Like guys were scrapping. I was out. I was I was out at center ice waiting to fight somebody. Nobody wanted to fight me. Well, you I mean looking you're you're just what are you six seven two eighty now, bonus? <laughs> on 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 I'm six skates, seven I'm probably, probably about, on on skate skates I'm probably about six 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 on skates, but uh with with all the gear on with all the gear on I look like I'm about like Yeah, you like you look you look menacing on the ice. Yeah, on the ice. Once once you see me off the ice it's a little bit different story, but uh I think bonus is I think Ponis is one of the few guys where if you got in a fight with him, he'd just smile the whole time. <laughs> like, you could be socking him in the face, and he would just have a smile on his face the entire time. That's why we got to give him a yeah. buzz cut. Look more what, are we talking about making Ponis a skinhead here? No, let's make him look more intimidating. Man, you can't. It, you need to do, like, the Joker thing where we scar his face so it looks like the smile's, like, not on purpose. Yeah, like a Darcy Hordachuk you know, like, smile. Like he's he's laughing because yeah, you're, you're not need, doing any damage. That's why he's laughing. We, we need we need like a maniacal laugh, missing teeth, one one to two facial scars for sure. I think I think that 
that's really where Ponis is going to toughen up. I think if we can get him, if we can get his face a little more mangled, we could we could make him a pretty intimidating looking cat out there. Yeah, I'll get my people to call his people. We'll get this sorted out. <laughs> I mean, suppose so, so you didn't end up getting in a goalie fight last year. No, I wanted to, but the the scrap was in the other end of the ice, and uh, nobody. I was I was out at center ice. Nobody wanted to fight me. I was eyeing down the bench. Nobody wanted to come fight me. It was bullshit. See, my but, team, my team had a goalie fight last year. I know. I had I had nothing happen in my end. That was the problem. I had no incident, the incidents in my end. There was that one time in midget where I got run and I turned around. and I clocked the guy in the back of the head with my blocker. That was, oh that yeah, was, that was, I mean that was that was. Did you get a penalty for that? I don't know if you did. I got I got two minutes. That was it. <laughs> two minutes for just gummying a guy. Right in the back of the, like. Not the way Polonis throws punches, but I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, the guy ran me once already, and the referee wasn't doing anything about it, so he ran me a second time. So I said, I said, fuck this, I've had enough of it, and 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 that was that was the end of that. I got two minute penalty. Oh, I, you know what? I did get tossed in juvie too. Last year, I got tossed. I'm sure you did. I, I, from what some of the stories. I so me and me and Andy, my, or my buddy Andy Ponis, he would have played hockey with them. And he'll, I don't know. Daniel uh, knows him. Daniel might know Andy. Daniel, you'll meet him in the next the golf tournament because I'm sure that'll be your partner, eh, Josh? We'll, we'll make that happen. Probably. Yeah. Even but though my handicap continue. make it a little easier yeah. for you guys. <laughs> Continue. Anyways, continue with the story with Andy. Um. So yeah, we're we're out in Cloverdale for like a ten o'clock game. Oh, you can so, never leave that barn peacefully. You just can't. You just can't. No, I mean absolutely not. <laughs> so we're there, and because it's a ten o'clock game in Cloverdale, nobody came. So we had eight players, including a goalie, the, the whole game. So that's juvie hockey for you. We had two defensemen who played the entire game. Like, they never came off the ice. Like they, they stayed on the entire game, and we just rotated two forwards in and out, and everybody is just gassed. And this team at the time was undefeated, and we were beating them 4-3. So we were, we were buzzing, and they started, you know, they started getting chippy. They haven't lost yet this year. They're about to lose to eight players. Like, it's understandable. So we're, we're going at it, and we get a break, and we go on a three-on-two, and the goalie makes a big save. And, you know, the, you, know how, you know how you do it. You stop in the crease, get, kind of get in the grill of the other team. And the, the two guys, cause we have eight players, right? So we know we can't do anything too stupid because we can't penalize the team like that. Like, can't put the boys down, put them down a player in the last minute of the game. So we're there, and the two guys on Cloverdale just start beating up on Andy. They're they're throwing like he's got his hands up in the air. It's one of the funniest things. He's bent over. He's got his hands up in the air. There's two guys just punching him right behind the net. So I I see this, and I don't take too kindly to this. So I come flying in from the blue line, and I just run a guy from behind the net. And I smoke him into the boards, and I grab his head and just start face washing him right on the glass, right? Just to even things out. And we, me and Andy, both get tossed, right? In the so there's about a minute left. We put the team down five on three, <laughs> <laughs> and and like I said, team player. And 
Um, we're going, and we get kicked off, and we're going to the dressing room, and then the other guy on their team who got tossed but didn't get a penalty, go figure, um, he comes off the ice, and he's got, like, he's got his, he's got his little, little girlfriend with him, right? And I mean, you know, you know those girls who, like, the stereotypical Jordan girl? who wears, like, that weird shade of blue jeans that fit way too tight so that they're muffin topping out of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah? So it, he, that, that's, what, that, that's what Buddy's girlfriend looks like. So, I mean, she walks past us, and this guy's staring at us, and I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, I just ran you into the board and humiliated you, face-washing you. What are you going to do? Like, there's... If you want to go, we'll go right now. He doesn't do anything. So his girlfriend walks him into the change room. Then she comes out. And I just stared at her chuckling because she looks like she just popped out of a trailer hooker. Like, this is this is a love child between, like, Ricky, Ricky and the cheapest hooker in Newfoundland, right? And so she's looking at me and... She's like, what are you staring at? And I just go, I'm looking at what happens when you inbreed between cousins for generations. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she, she just stares at me, scoffs, and keeps walking. And I'm like, careful, your eyes might not pick up the stairs there. And she, oh my, like she, she didn't say a word. She just walked away and kept staring at me. She was walking backwards. Like she was possessed or something. It was ridiculous. She she just walls off, but I mean, and and you had some you had some good one to good good stories from when you guys played poker those couple times, no? And we we were getting into it. It was an exhibition game, so like realistically, it meant nothing, and I don't know why anyone cared so much. But we we played poker twice, and we had two fights against poker. And the first time, we had a guy throw at the goalie. And he popped the goalie's helmet off to the punch. And instead of the goalie, like, just going down because he was like, I'm not getting in the fight anymore, goalie just stands there, and he's just throwing with this guy. Like, it's wild. He won't stop throwing. They're going crazy, swinging on each other. And, I mean, this is not a small goal. He's, like, six. He's probably 6'2", and he's not in shape. Like, he's fat. Like, he's a fat boy, and he's he's native, so he's tough, like, just naturally, right? And he's standing there, and I think our guy hit him bare fist to his face probably five times in a row, and this dude didn't even flinch, just ate all of them. It's one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. He just, he took, like, five punches straight to the dome, didn't even flinch, and then the refs broke it up and sent him off. And he was just laughing, skating by the bench. Which is, I think, what Ponis would need to do, too. I think that's, I think that's Ponis's play, too. For his goalie fight, he's got to laugh the whole time. But, I mean... People think I'm crazy. Oh, I mean... You gotta be able to eat you him. Ever get in a fight... Yeah. <laughs> Ponis, you gotta work on that, too. I think me and, me and Daniel will come over and we'll just, we'll just start hitting you. We'll just work on building up those up neck muscles. We'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just take a couple shots of your chin a day, really toughen you up, 
really build up the tolerance to the punch, and, and then when you get out there for your next scrap, you're going to be you're going to be a machine. All right, well, young Ron Hextall in the making. That sounds like a great plan, and then and then once we start hit, hit ripping the beer league, there we'll 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 just be the the goon team, eh? We'll just be fighting oh, I'm everybody. Gonna kick, I'm going to be banned from the ASHL for. I'm going to be banned with my first year. We're not even going to bring sticks. We're just going to do the Vancouver Calgary 2013. Just just set the tone early. Probably throw a... Toss them off the draw. Bring a 12-pack to the game. Six pre-game, six post-game, you know? I was thinking 24. We just do 12 and 12. There, there, we can do that too. Save some for half. Match them up for the hour. Match them up for the hours in the day. Daniel can come come be the coach, eh? He can coach our beer league team. I'll bring the suit. I'll wear the suit this time. Yep, I'll be the (laughs) D-bag. Just shows up coaching a beer league game in a full suit. Just at least three clipboards too. He's gonna have to break a. Couple I'll break of them. at least five. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna need a. <laughs> you gotta break them. Break them over people's heads though. Like just start smacking. Like Josh can take it. Josh. Josh doesn't got much left up there. So so he he can take a couple clipboards over the head. Eh, Josh. Oh, at least a couple. My I mean, uh, my only experience in beer league. I got to play one game as like a seventeen year old when. The team was short. Uh, our captain, uh, well, I, I was I was pretty scared for my life because the game beforehand, these guys were, it ended like just <coughs> sticks and gloves. It looked like a celebration, but it was just a full-on Donnybrook. And I was like, oh, God, what am I getting myself into here? With all these 40-year-old men, I'm, I'm here like 5'11", 150 soaking wet. I'm like, dear Lord. Uh, anyway, I get out there. I almost, I almost scored 10 seconds in. These guys are all brutal. And uh, we got guys wearing the full shin pads. Outside of the sock, you know the classics. Uh, we got guys wow. with, without without the visors, but like, yeah, I don't know. It was it was a mess. Anyway, captain leaves at halftime for a dart, and I, that's when I knew that like this team was this team was destined for greatness. It was zero zero going into half. Captain went for a dart, started taking shifts off. He was about fifty three, probably had like three ACLs done, and uh, next thing you know, we lose nine nothing, and we're Donnie Brooken at the end of the game. That was my uh, that was my only experience in men's league, and God, I look forward to going back. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, Ponis, I don't know if you you were on the team last year. There's a there's a video. Someone I don't know who has it. I'll have to get it for you. You can you can use it as promo for this. But there's me and Andy before at like half like a, in an intermission, and to psych each other up, like he just. And he just starts smack like he full on punches me in the head just to get us fired up. Like, I I don't know who has the video, but there's a video of Andy just taking a swing at me just to get us fired up in between periods. Hey man, some of those those juvie games are tough to get fired up for, man. They're late. They're just that rough. Always fired up for a juvie game. Wow. Whatever yeah. gets it done, yeah. eh? There you go. It, it's tough. It's tough to go to Cloverdale at a ten o'clock game. Like that. That's a tough one. That is. A go tough to Cloverdale one. just in general. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Cloverdale, you're you're running into. There's one of two things. You're gonna either hit this the the meth head population, right, or you're gonna run into the steers and queers rodeo side of everything. So it it's an interesting hybrid there. Like you've got you've got people who run a cattle farm, and then ten minutes down the road you've got half a half an elementary school who's just been ripping 
ripping meth in the morning as their breakfast. Like it's it is really one of the most diverse places. Is Colverdale? It you got it's because it, it's Surrey, but it's a different kind of Surrey. Like they they kind of abandoned the Surrey motto, and they just went buck wild with everything. Just made it one of their own. Yep. But I mean, like that was that was my my suggestion for the World Juniors kind of tie everything full circle here. Is I think they should have had it in in Lethbridge, you know, the one the one local arena. There's like 50, 50 seats in the entire barn, and to keep the guys in the room, you just let the meth heads of the town roam the streets, keep the guys locked up. Yeah. They're not going to want to go out and mingle with the locals like that. Like Lethbridge is a scary place. Brilliant, you, actually. You put a couple of those, couple, couple of those, couple of those tiny little Finnish boys out there, and they see three Lethbridge full-blown crackheads. They're they're never leaving the room again. That is that is brilliant. Like they're, and I mean, it, and if if the team wants to go have a party, you get all the heads together and you let them just go party with them. I mean, that's gonna be that's a night they're not forgetting for sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to send an invoice to the IHF. See if we can uh, make yeah, some adjustments here. Yeah, double IHF. I mean, they're they're not getting back to me anytime soon. I don't think. Uh, I think wow. them, them and them and Peter are the only people who have me blocked. <laughs> well, Josh, that's that's what I love about you. Is you got you got an opinion for for everything going on in the world, or always got something to say. It's not it's not even my fault, Thomas. You know, Peter, I mean, there. As far as I'm concerned, radical terrorists. Like those those people are insane. Like I I'm fully blocked by PETA on both my Instagram accounts. <laughs> and you know, like for people who love animal like love keeping animals alive, they sure love to throw around a good death threat. Like I have Jeez, <laughs> oh, how many? I think I got eight death threats from people in the comment section of Pete, like of a PETA post, who just send me DMs. They're just like, I hope I'm gonna find where you live and just brutally murder you, like how they do to the pigs in the factories. And I'm like, what? Like that's an absurd thing to say. Like one woman told me I was worse. I was worse than Osama bin Laden. <laughs> like that dude. Like universally, like regardless, like he's a pretty bad dude. And she's like, you know what? <laughs> because you, because you filleted a fish and posted a picture of it, you're the worst person on the planet. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Like uh, I highly recommend. Like I got like the sea. What the the president of PETA? She responded to me, like, and she she was none too pleasant either. I can tell you that. Like, tell you who she voted for. I I was just gonna say that that took a that took a turn. I was not expecting to talk about PETA when I woke up this morning, but hey, here we are. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's what it's, I I have an I have an interesting life. I like to think. Oh, I I know you do. <laughs> there's, there's some interesting things that have happened. Oh my god! Well, buddy, it's been a pleasure, and uh, we're, we're gonna have to wrap this up here. But I mean, I'm sure 
something else is bound to happen interesting in your life. So I'm sure we'll definitely have to have you back on because this was this was an absolute blast. And we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come do this with us. Oh, boy, it's my pleasure. I had a lot of fun doing it. All right, Josh. Well, let, let me know when this is airing. I'll, I'll plug it on the Instagram. Yeah, abs- absolutely. We'll we'll uh, we'll have it out and we'll we'll post about and, uh, and I'll tag you on the through the podcast account and you'll see when when we get it out. But yeah, it was absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure, buddy. And and we'll ho- hopefully see you soon. And, and Merry Christmas to you and to your family. And and uh, yeah, and and yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to get together hopefully soon. Yeah, for sure. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Pleasure, boys. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was Josh Clegg. Once again, we'd like to thank uh, him for coming on. Um, always a blast talking to him about God knows what. We uh, we gave him a set of things that we were trying to stay on topic with, and it kind of just went out the door. But it was all for the better, so we, we thank him for coming on again. Absolutely, and and he's he's a character. Like I, I always love talking to him because you never know what you're going to talk about with Josh. He's always got something to say about God knows what. And like I said, I was not expecting to be talking about PETA today. And Neither was I. And we ended with PETA. But uh, yeah. we got a, an announcement and I'll let, yeah. I'll let Dan take the floor on this one because I'll let him go. Go ahead, Dan. All right, so uh, just to wrap things up here, uh, quick announcement to everybody. We'll post this on the Instagram as well. If you did not make it this far in the episode, I don't blame you. It's been a long one. Um, Pucks and Ucks Fantasy Hockey Pool. So this year uh, we're going to have a, a, a fantasy pool on, on Yahoo Sports. Um, it's going to be very simple. It's a free league, so it doesn't cost you anything to enter. Um, it's just going to be based on total points. There's no roster changes. There's no bench. There's no waivers. It's just draft and you roll. Uh, now the, the fun thing about this will be that me and Ponus, uh, will share a team, um, under the podcast name and anyone who joins and beats us in the standings, anyone above us. So let's, for example, let's say we finish fifth top four, will all receive a prize. Uh, whatever that is, is to be determined right now. Uh, but basically uh, we'll have further details on this, uh, hopefully for the next episode, as to a draft date and whatnot. As for right now, we'll just um, obviously post that we did make an episode for the first time in probably 70 days, and that um, we'll drop the link how to join the league if you're interested in that as well. So, uh, yeah, exciting uh, for, for the season. Obviously runs January to May, and uh, just hopefully a little incentive for you guys to just play along. Yeah, and we'll I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the podcast. So if you do join, I mean, be sure to tune in and and we'll we'll be talking about it a lot. And as Dan said, the season's starting and and we're excited for it and we're going to release a few episodes here before school gets going again and and we'll probably be releasing as the season goes through. We'll try our best, but it is always tough with school. Um but other than that, like it was a great episode. I mean, great conversation with Josh like we mentioned. Uh, he's always like I said he's a character and that's that's the best way to describe him and 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 I love him for it because just he just makes me laugh every time I talk to him but yeah that's that's really it for me uh, for this episode it's great to be back and and I can't wait to do do a few more yep sounds good see you guys next time how long how long will I slide separate myself 
don't 